0: Welcome to an empowering and transformative season of Yoga Corner Chats. Join me, Shelby Phoenix, your host and guide as we embark on a journey of inspiration, growth, and self-discovery. This season, we're diving into the worlds of wellness and entrepreneurship, bringing you captivating conversations with extraordinary women who are making their mark in these realms. Each week, we'll explore the stories, insights and wisdom of our remarkable guests, delving into their personal journeys and uncovering the secrets to cultivating a more balanced and fulfilling life. From yoga teachers to life coaches, therapists to entrepreneurs, each guest will bring their unique perspectives and experiences, offering invaluable guidance for navigating the paths of wellness and entrepreneurship with grace and resilience at Yoga Corner Chats, we believe the power of women supporting and uplifting one another. We celebrate the diversity of our guests and their expertise, creating a space where their voices can shine brightly. Together, we'll explore what it means to define wellness and success on our own terms, finding inspiration in each other's stories and forging our paths to fulfillment. So whether you're an inspiring entrepreneur Seeking guidance, a wellness enthusiast eager to learn new insights, or simply someone who craves inspiration for living your best life, this season of Yoga Corner Chats is for you. Tune in every week to join our captivating conversations and discover how you too can embrace the transformative power of yoga, wellness, and entrepreneurship. Together, let's manifest our dreams, support one another, and create a world where success and well-being go hand-in-hand. Subscribe to Yoga Corner Chats on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform, and be prepared to be inspired, motivated, and uplifted. The journey begins now. In today's episode, we have a very special guest joining us. Please welcome Kirsten Phillips, a life coach, yoga instructor, writer, and passionate journaler. Kirsten brings a unique perspective to the practice of journaling, infusing it with magic, intention, and transformative power. During our conversation, we dive deep into the world of thoughtful journaling and its profound impact on our personal growth journey. We explore how journaling can help us unlock our creativity, gain clarity, and foster self-reflection. Kirsten shares her insights, tips, and personal experiences, guiding us on a journey to discover the powerful magic that lies within the pages of our journals. Whether you're a seasoned journaler or new to the practice, this episode will leave you inspired and ready to embrace the transformative potential of thoughtful journaling. So grab a cozy spot, your favorite journal, and get ready to embark on this enchanting exploration of journaling with Kirsten Phillips. Without further ado, let's dive right into the magic. Hi everybody, welcome to the Yoga Corner. Happy Friday! I'm going to find Kirsten. Kirsten is going to be joining us today on Yoga Corner, and I'm so excited about it. So if you don't know me already, I'm Shelby Phoenix. I'm a yoga teacher and life coach, and I help yoga teachers overcome fear and self-doubt by discovering what really matters to them so that they can confidently start their yoga business, because I believe that everyone deserves to feel empowered to change their lives and make an impact on the world. Well, welcome, Kirsten. How are you?
1: I'm so good, Shelby. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to chat with you.
0: Oh, thank you. So everyone, this is Kirsten. Kirsten is a 200 hour registered yoga teacher and life coach. Kirsten guides women and non-binary folks out from the shadows so they can embrace their true selves and feel confident in their decisions because everyone is valuable and no one deserves to be overlooked. So without further ado, I'd love to welcome Kirsten. Thank you for joining us.
1: Thank you, Shelby.
0: So excited. So I'm wondering, I like to start off these conversations by taking a couple of deep breaths together. Would that be okay with you? That sounds awesome. Okay, anyone who's listening now or listening to the recording, I also invite you to take a couple of breaths with us. So if it feels safe in your space to close your eyes, I invite you to do that or else just take a soft gaze, settle into your seat, roll your shoulders down your back and empty out all the air in your lungs. Begin a slow, gentle inhale through your nose, filling up all the way to your collarbones and exhaling out. Another full, deep belly breath. And release. One last breath together, fill up and let it go. And Whenever you feel ready, gently open up your eyes coming back into this space. So Kirsten, I would love to start by just asking you to introduce yourself and your business.
1: Yeah, um, so I'm Kirsten and I'm based in Berkeley, California. And uh, like Shelby said, I'm a yoga and life coach and I mostly work with women and non-binary folks. Those seem to be my people. <laughs> and uh, for myself, it's, it's really working with folks that have been on a similar journey to me where they felt like they needed to, you know, hide themselves or not be their true selves because they were told, you know, they were too weird, too much, too loud, too mm-hmm. quiet, too, you know, all the twos. Yeah. <laughs> That's all the twos. when really all those twos are what make you uniquely you right so the work that I do is helping those folks like embrace their twos so that Mm. they can live as their full selves
0: I love the idea of embracing your twos and I feel like this idea of like too much like being too much I've seen so many like things on social media about that and that idea that we should embrace that. So that's a beautiful concept. I wonder if you might share a little bit more about your own personal journey that brought you into this work.
1: Yeah. Um, so I want to go back for a moment to like when I was a little girl. Yeah. As I basically I manifested and I didn't really know what I was doing at the time, but I, I declared to the universe that I wanted to be married by the time I was 25, have my first kid by the time I was 30, and I wanted to live in Berkeley, California. (laughs) Um, Perhaps surprising no one, I did all those things.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But that meant that, so I had my daughter when I was 28, and so that meant basically when I was 30, when she was in the midst of like her toddler phase, I Mm kind of lost it you know, because I completed all of my life goals were done. And here I am 30 years old with this tiny child that's, you know, I'm in charge of now and that it threw me into a tailspin. It really did. Mm -hmm. And so then when I was 34, I enrolled in yoga teacher training. And that was like my first step in really uncovering who I am, because I had totally hidden all of because I was all the twos. And I had kept that all hidden. I was more the, the too weird and too loud and too mm. funny or something. I don't know. Those things were more the ones I was labeled as. So reawakening those things mm. was so powerful. So that was like the start of my journey. And, and then it was in the midst of, of COVID that I got trained as a yoga and life coach but in my training I realized, oh wait, I've actually been coaching my whole life. I just didn't have the official certificate yet.
0: Yes. Um and you and I we did the same yoga and life coach training. I finished mine, I think I don't know. I can't remember. Like in August or something. <laughs> when did you do yours? I was in the very
1: first round. So oh, we started wow. Yeah, we started in May of 2020, and I think finished in July or August of 2020.
0: Yeah. You know what's funny? The first time I found you on Instagram, I was actually, like, trying to – because, I, you know, those groups are small, the training groups you're in. So I was trying to see, like, what else was out there as far as, like, yoga and life coaching – and you were using the hashtag or whenever I searched that, your name was the first name that came up. And I was like, she must be doing this training. Like... <laughs> that's amazing. That's awesome. <laughs> um, so that's interesting. It is true. Like, so you like had been doing coaching, but not in like an official way. What did that kind of look like?
1: Well, it's funny because even back in, in high school, I was a year ahead of most of my friends in math. And our high school had these weird, like, workbook things that, like, you were supposed to, like, teach yourself, basically. It was, Hmm. I think, not a good system for most (laughs) people. It worked fine for me, but not for most people. So my friends would actually call me, and I would help them with their homework. But I was coaching them. I wasn't, like, telling them the answer. I was like, okay, no, well, well, what about – and, like, asking them questions so they could actually figure out and learn it. Right. And that's how I've done, like, everything in my life is, like – is asking those little questions to like tease other people out of like kind of the box they're in to be like, well, but what about this? Let's, let's just look from a slightly different angle. Like, how might right. that be? You know?
0: Yeah. Um, it's interesting. I kind of feel similar in my experience where I was a middle school and high school teacher for four years. And besides teaching art, I also was a student advisor for ninth through twelfth graders. And I was, advising but I wasn't really advising I was helping them set goals and holding them accountable and asking those questions when I started the coach training I was like oh this is like very very similar and I say that because I think when a lot of people are like starting their business or starting to teach yoga or starting to coach or whatever it is like that that syndrome of like I don't have the certification or I don't have this or I don't have this when really like your whole life experience is like part of that what do you notice about that for yourself
1: uh that it's 100 percent true yeah <laughs> that i completely held myself back my entire life by going well i'm not officially trained in that so i can't do that
0: right yes yeah. <laughs> so one of the things that's very prominent in your work from your website is the idea of journaling. Mm. So can you share a little bit about why journaling is important to you?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. A couple of reasons. So one of the, one of the main things like with journaling, when you connect pen to paper, like not typing it, but actually the pen to paper, mm. that's when you get to connect to your subconscious and it's just like, A really magical connection and especially if you journal like first thing in the morning or last thing before bed like those are the like that's like optimum connection to your subconscious Mm -hmm. so like back when I was in high school and going through my whole like teen angsty thing and where my mom thought I was like taking all the drugs when I was like completely sober um, I would be like really angry yeah (laughs) and so I Was like, I would have just little scraps of paper that I was like just scribbling whatever, and I felt like someone else was like talking to me almost. Yeah, but it was like it was parts of me, it was my own like subconscious wisdom was like coming in in those moments, and like, (laughs) yeah, it was (laughs) it was like the most helpful thing to me in that in that teen angsty time, but then I kind of let it like all fall away. And it yeah. wasn't until yoga teacher training, like we had to journal like after every class and it was kind of like, oh, but, <laughs> but it did reconnect me to journaling. Mm. And from there, it's like, it's kind of grown and ebbed and flowed. And now I'm at the point where I usually journal every single morning, whether it's, you know, five minutes or half an hour, like depending on my time in my day. Yeah. And that sets my day up for success.
0: Yeah. Yeah. One of the things that, um, I read on your, um, bio on your link in your Instagram was that when you journal it, it makes it seem like you're an observer of your own life. Can you share a little bit more about that? (laughs) Yes. Oh, I love that you mentioned that one. Yeah. So
1: when you journal, especially if you have like 20,000, like thoughts, like running, spinning, whatever it is they're doing in your head, like they're so distracting. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You
1: can relate. So when you take a moment and you just like, okay, I'm going to identify each of you and I'm going to write you all down. Mm. Like you're not trying to solve anything. You're not trying to fix anything. You're simply acknowledging that the thought exists. And by getting them down onto the page, like you can start to see, okay, like some of them you're like, oh, I don't need to worry. Like, I don't even need to worry about that one anymore. It's just been like taking space because I didn't say like, hello. It just wanted me to say hello. Right. And now it can go away.
0: Yes, yes. Um I think it is so powerful to like for for example like anxiety, right? Like just being like this is anxiety. <laughs> like like helps just like address it and now it like has a place to be in the world. It has like a shelf to go on. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> Another thing, so you like said right like When you were a teenager, you used to journal or, like, write down your thoughts. And then, like, as you went into adulthood, it, like, the habit stopped or it became more of, like, a chore. And I know that's kind of, like, a cliche of, like, a teenager, like, keeping a diary, like, writing down about their crushes or whatever. Why do you think it can be so challenging as adults to commit to writing like that?
1: Oh, that is such a great question. Uh, yeah. So in terms of, I think really the whole idea of adulting and like, you know, there's the list of, you know, you got to pay your bills. You got to do the dishes, your laundry, the grocery, like that list gets so long that things like journaling or, you know, really taking care of yourself, yeah, you push to the side because it's not like it doesn't feel like it's an essential part of adulting, Mm. you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yesterday I was having a conversation with Amber. She was on my live yesterday and we were talking about something very similar. Like the idea that rest is like a taboo subject in our culture that like, if it's just, if it's just journaling, you're not being productive. Like if you're just meditating, like you're wasting your time. Um, so I think that's something that's just so prevalent that it's like so deeply ingrained in us like self-care is selfish like you need to be doing like what could you be doing in this moment that's productive Mm -hmm. what do you think like comes out like what benefits come out of journaling when you take the time to commit to that
1: so many um I think that the top benefits from journaling are kind of like what I was first talking about when you have a lot of thoughts in your head and you put them on paper, Mm -hmm. like it, it clears out all this space. So you, you can think straight and you can prioritize. Yeah. And honestly, it's easier to make decisions Mm. because when they're on the page, it's like you can take away that, you know, the judgment or the fear or whatever it was that was like holding them in your head. Right. But when they're on the page, like like it gives you that chance to be an observer.
0: Yeah. Um, so the idea of like thoughtful journaling, right? Like that's how you put it. Thoughtful journaling. Do you, how would you define that? Is that different than just journaling?
1: Yeah. Cause I actually have a formula that Ooh, I follow. Interesting.
0: Please
1: share. If you <laughs> it's want. A pretty, yeah. Yeah. I'm happy to share. It. It's a pretty simple formula. The, the first thing is to always set a timer. Mm hmm. Because if you're trying to look at the clock to, like, figure out your next thing, it's like, you can't get fully into your subconscious. So if you've got five minutes, set a five-minute timer. If you have half an hour, set a timer for half an hour. That way, the timer, you know, we all have those apps on our phones, so your phone can hold that for you. And if you want to put it in, like, airplane mode, too, so there are no alerts popping through, I mean, that's even more amazing. (laughs) (laughs) And then um, creating it to be a safe space, so, like, writing a statement of, you know, that you know, your journal is safe or you're excited to write today or you're looking forward to it or some like an opening statement that makes, it's almost like you're talking to your journal, like saying, Hey, I'm, I'm really glad you're here to help me today. Yeah. And then also giving yourself permission. If there's stuff that comes up that you don't want to get into either, you don't have enough time or you're like, Oh, that's going to take me into some emotional place that I'm just, I'm not prepared for today. Yeah. Giving yourself permission to have a skip phrase, like, Mm. I can skip that or I don't need to I don't need to get into that today or I'll talk about it another time like right giving yourself that permission that it's okay to skip things um and then when your timer goes off two things first writing a completion phrase being like I'm done or you know this is my time's complete just giving yourself that like written acknowledgement that you're like like I can stop here yeah And then a statement of gratitude and it can be gratitude related to what you wrote in your journal about your journal, or it could be something completely different. Like I love green tea. Right. And when you use those things together, it can make your journaling process both more enjoyable so that you really look forward to doing it. It can also make it more of like a, like a ritual ceremony. Like Mm -hmm. it can make it like that deeper, like spiritual connection can happen too.
0: Right. Um, I love how there's these themes just keep going through my conversations. Um, what you said about setting a timer for yourself, so you can connect to your subconscious, and um, and I always connect things back to art because I'm an art I'm an art teacher. So like, right when you want to like be able to connect to your right side of your brain, like to that creative intuitive place right you want to take away the numbers and the time and you know the to-do list and anything that's like analytical so that you can access that part of your brain and simple thing just like setting a timer to like take that's already taken care of so you don't even have to look at the clock. is like such a simple simple tool to be able to access a part of our brain that we there's like under access I think it's for most of us, mm-hmm. um. So, if there was someone out there, any person out there who wants to start a ritual or a habit of journaling but don't know where to start, do you have any advice for them?
1: Yeah. Well, I and I actually have a freebie um,
0: Ooh, that exciting. you can
1: access. Yeah. Um, so if you go to loveandlivewellness.com slash journaling you can get my thoughtful journaling freebie. It's got the, the formula that I just mentioned and it has three journaling prompts.
0: Oh, awesome.
1: Yeah, so it's a great like starter tool to kind of get you beginning. And then I also love, you know, getting DMs. So if yeah. you're someone that like has tried to start journaling or you really want to, or you're stuck or whatever, you have a question, send me a DM. Like I will be so stoked to answer your question. <laughs>
0: Yes, I love this. Yes, yeah, so if anybody's curious and um, is looking for Kirsten, she's tagged in this one I posted it and a couple of other things I've posted over the past couple of days. So definitely go to her page, give her a follow, check out her link. see so you have some other services too. One thing that piqued my interest was your community. hmm Share a little bit more about that. Group journaling.
1: Yeah. So community and like, I know Kathleen was watching earlier. If she's, she might still be watching. She's is, has been a member of my community for a long time. Uh, (laughs) I know. So before the pandemic, it was like an in-person thing that was once a month, but when the pandemic hit, I was like, I knew I needed more connection. And so I made it online and weekly. So it's a, It's a weekly, Kathleen's still on. Uh, (laughs) It's a weekly group where we have, um, well, because, okay, I have to like back up a tiny bit because I'm also in the the process of writing a book.
0: Amazing.
1: (laughs) Congratulations. Thank you. So it's based on quotes, stories from my life, and a journaling prompt. And so every yoga class I teach and every community, I have the same like weekly theme. It's the same quote. It's the, like, the same journaling prompt and same story. And so in community, we get to explore those together. So I share the quote. I share like what the quote kind of means to me. I offer the journaling prompt. We all mute ourselves and we journal for a few minutes and then we come back and we share. Mm. And we sometimes like the conversation like this past one, the conversation was just like amazing. We just went on the like it was related and tangential, <laughs> and it was this beautiful like connection, so it's yeah, it's a special place, um where, yeah, you're building this community, you're getting closer to yourself at the same time.
0: yeah,
1: and so it's yeah, the best, and yeah, Kathleen says so good because so it is good <laughs> um
0: and just so everyone knows it is community but it's community with can you spell it for us
1: yes so the tea part is like the tea you drink so it's yes
0: like spill the tea. Uh, yeah
1: so uh <laughs> c-o-m-m-i and then capital t-e-a yes for community mm-hmm.
0: it's interesting to me I've never experienced this type of you know group like journaling and sharing but journaling is something it's from my perspective, that's like, very personal or like, very vulnerable, I suppose. Um, So I love how you're like, allowing a space for others to be vulnerable in a safe place. Mm -hmm. Um, Sorry, I just need a little lift. Um, So I'm wondering, like, how do you think that helps the members who are able to be in that space?
1: Yeah. Well, I, I think it's, it's important to first say like how much I value safe space.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it, it was interesting. I actually was, you know, I was cleaning out my desk last week and I found a few cards from when I led a yoga teacher training like years ago. And one of them was from one of the participants and she was just talking about how sacred I had made that space, how yeah. safe I had made it so that she could, she knew she could say whatever she wanted to. Right. And she would be held in that space. Yes. Yeah. Oh, Kathleen also said Kirsten makes a super safe space. Thank you. Yes. Like, it's it's part of what I... I don't even know how... I can't tell you how I do it. I just do it.
0: Yes. And there are... There's, like... I think there's this, like... So much of a need for these safe spaces, right? Like, we go online, right? And, like, it seems like sometimes if you just even like post the most like neutral, like mundane things, like you can like feel attacked by others or like, you know, our culture has right now this like really big, like tension or like divide. So having a safe space where you know you can be vulnerable and, and maybe not even like receive a response, just the like option to share, like I think is so crucial and underutilized. Yes.
1: Yes, underutilized utilized for sure. We need need more safe spaces, like now more than ever.
0: Yeah, absolutely. How has it changed since you've been doing that online as opposed to in person?
1: Well, what's happened is that I've had a really regular core group coming. Because when it was in person, we only met once a month. So it was pretty rare for someone to be able to come a second time. Right. So yeah, that's like, and that means that you know, that community has grown as its group, and, you know, as we've welcomed in new members, it's, like, (laughs) it's just that beautiful connection, like, being able to see that grow, and, you know, if someone can't make it, like, we're all, like, sending them love, and it's, it's the best.
0: Um. So, you're really passionate about guiding folks to reconnect to their true essence, right? Like you said, like, integrating all those twos so what does it mean to you to reconnect to your true essence or to help someone do that
1: Mm, yeah I, I think it's because in my own journey like that's been such an essential part of like realizing who I am and finding my voice yeah and I see that in my my clients as well is that this there's been this conditioning that to sort of frame your own words so that the other person will feel comfortable. Right. Which means like you're not speaking your own words. Yeah. And when you do that, it's like you lose a sense of yourself or you're, you know, you feel separate or like, it's kind of like you're putting up a mini little wall when you're saying something to make it comfortable for them and not being really you.
0: Interesting. Like, can you think of an example of that?
1: Oh, you're putting me on the spot you right now. On the spot. Um, I mean, I'm yeah, I'm like trying to think in my life. When have I done that? I mean, so I'm not thinking of a specific example, but there have been so many times when I've had kind of conversations with People I didn't feel very connected to, yeah, and I kind of wanted to get out of the conversation, mm-hmm. so kind of just saying something to sort of appease them or like or or oh I know what it is when when I have someone just like talking at me, yeah, <laughs> like they are not registering anything happening in my face they are just they are just talking at me, I'm just a a vessel to receive their words mm-hmm. and so yeah i Usually, with those trying to not ask any questions, because as soon as I have a moment to say something, I'm be like, "Great, thanks for sharing." I I gotta, you know, I gotta get a drink, or I gotta to, de- you know, basically <laughs> right. creating an excuse to like leave that space.
0: Right, right. Yeah, when you say that, I think of like, like this idea of being too much, being too funny too silly too like just being all of you and like totally acknowledging that and like loving that and integrating that and how like that can change how people are perceiving you or Mm -hmm. like um you might not necessarily be people pleasing anymore because you're not changing yourself based on what other people are wanting from you necessarily um and like not letting their reactions make you smaller or like less than who you fully are. Um, so do you feel like that is um something that you you help people with? Is that like right? Does that sound right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Because I'm yeah I'm helping folks like that basically have been living in in the shadows to some extent like keeping themselves hidden yeah. or only showing enough to be societally appropriate. So yeah, helping right. folks to step forward. And what I, the analogy that I most recently connected with is kind of like, I'm, I'm a guide and you know, I've got like my cloak cause we're going to be traveling together and I have a lantern. Right. So my lantern will illuminate, you know, the step ahead and I'm right. there to hold your hand if you need that, or just be beside you if you need that,
0: yeah. And
1: helping you find that next step,
0: mm-hmm.
1: not trying to go crazy far all at once, but just right. like that one step at a time,
0: yeah.
1: So that you can feel good, also in moving forward. Because that's the thing; like our brains will freak out if we try to do something like bigger than our brain is ready for. It's like yeah. you'll have a mental breakdown, and that's not fun. Right. So we're gonna take teeny, teeny, tiny steps together, so that you can have exponential growth.
0: Yes, yeah, smallest smallest action.
1: Mhm.
0: How do you think journaling can change the relationship you have with yourself?
1: Oh, that's a deep one. Um journaling can change the relationship with yourself by really improving your connection, like I've found for myself that a lot of the like negative judgments that I've had against me that have always been there, always been there. Yeah. Oh, cause for the longest time I would say that, um, you know, I don't judge other people, but I judge myself. Yeah. Yeah. And I found as I've become more regular in my journaling that I have fewer judgmental thoughts. Yeah. So that's, that's been really life changing.
0: Hmm. How do you think journaling can change how you show up in your world? Ooh,
1: you asked the best questions, <laughs> I just have to say. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so I think journaling can change the way that you show up in the world by helping you define yourself in a way that makes sense to you. Yeah. But I, I think part of what can be like a major block is that when you try to identify with words that you don't actually feel connected to, Yeah. but when you journal, you can start to explore and you'll notice like, oh, I really love this word. And you might not even know why, Yeah. but you're like, this word makes sense to me. Like, mm-hmm. and that is such a great way to really fully understand and connect to yourself.
0: Yeah. Words are so powerful. Yes, um, they are what are your what's like a favorite journaling prompt of yours
1: oh do i have a favorite because i have so i have so many you know (laughs) that's why i'm like can i actually pick a favorite um well uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna answer it a slightly different way okay love this Uh uh-huh in that I love asking like a journaling prompt that starts with what. Mm. Because when it starts with what, there's there's more available to answer. If you're asking something like a how or a when,
0: mm.
1: it closes off the question and yeah. it can make it that you don't actually want to answer it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So one of the things I've noticed, you know, there are a lot of books out there that exist that have like journaling prompts in them. And I usually don't, like them and i realized it's because most of their questions are more like when and how and and things like they have very few what questions
0: yeah so it sounds like like keeping the question open-ended so that there's more possibilities to explore within that Mm -hmm. yeah and also i i get the sense that it's like you're not trying to like predict your future like you're just trying to like get your ideas out mm-hmm. it's like um like a like a sketch like just like getting it out like not like creating a final draft of like what everything's going to come out like yeah um what types of services are you offering right now and how can people find you
1: Oh Yeah. Um, yeah. So we mentioned, you know, my community, which is my weekly journaling, my weekly journaling group. Um, and I have, I have a, another group program that's called ditch your doubts. And that's a more in-depth group journaling program. That's only five weeks long. I also work one-on-one with clients in a, um, in a program I called find your path. And that's kind of like where I'm basically lighting that lantern light for each mm-hmm. step forward for you. Um, And then I also do um, intention settings, which are a great, and Shelby, I'm sure you've done those too. Yes, (laughs) yes. But intention settings are great, especially like this time of year, because I consider Mm -hmm. them a resolution you can actually keep.
0: Yes. I love that um, explanation of it.
1: (laughs) Uh, Yeah. And so I'm all of those, all of those exist. So the best ways to connect with me, you can DM me, I'm love and live wellness here on Instagram. Or you can go to my website, which is loveandlivewellness.com.
0: Amazing, Kirsten. I love everything you've shared. You've really inspired me to, like, I love the idea that you can spend five minutes. Like, you don't have to spend tons of time. Like, five minutes is, like, all you need. So you've definitely inspired me to explore the habit of journaling more as a way to get my ideas out and anxiety especially so thank you so much for sharing your knowledge and yourself and your journey with us I really appreciate it
1: thank you for having me it was such a pleasure to be here
0: oh thank you so um like I said I'll tag Kirsten here so that you guys can go find her say hello give her a follow she has lots of really good content that you'll want to check out and we'll talk to you guys on the next yoga corner chats yay thank you Bye. thank you for joining us on this empowering episode of yoga corner chats with kirsten phillips if you're eager to stay connected with me between episodes and receive exclusive content make sure to subscribe to my email list By doing so, you'll gain access to my free visualization ebook, a self-guided retreat that will help you envision your dreams and manifest your desired reality. To get your hands on this transformative resource, simply click the link in the show notes and embark on a journey of self-discovery and manifestation. It's time to step into your full potential. Don't forget to show some love and support to our incredible guest, Kirsten Phillips. Connect with her on Instagram and explore her insightful offerings on her website. You'll find the links conveniently placed in the show notes. And finally, if you're enjoying the Yoga Corner Chats podcast, I would be truly grateful if you could subscribe and leave a review on your preferred podcast platform. Your feedback and support mean the world to us as we continue to spread positivity and inspiration through each episode. Together, we can create a ripple effect of transformation. Thank you for being a part of our community and for joining us on this beautiful journey of self-discovery and growth. Stay tuned for more inspiring episodes to come.